0: You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast with Katherine Banko. I'm on a mission to celebrate breakthrough, empowerment, and shameless living in the lives of women everywhere. Join me and let's live unashamed together. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Oh, hi. What's up everyone? Welcome back to Heart and Soul. I am joined in person by Sarah Leonard for the third time on the podcast. You know, it's an honor to be here. (laughs) We um, just ran a marathon this weekend. Sarah, if you haven't listened to an episode with her, is a coach for Soul. She also owns Bridal Bar. Um, And we, for the last four and a half, almost five months, have been training for a full marathon because we're psychotic mm-hmm. together. Yeah, yeah. And we
1: just finished on Saturday. Yeah. Take zip. It was uh I don't have words, honestly. Yeah.
0: We're gonna take today <laughs> to share about our experience with training. Um, tell a little bit of funnies about the race, a little bit of serious about the race and then wrap it up so it'll be nice and like fun and short and sweet but um it was definitely a transformational season of life for us yeah. okay let's first start with why we signed up for this race you start first okay you, you okay. kind of got me to sign up
1: so it, for those of you who don't know i miscarried our first baby in early may and It must have been the week after my birthday in June, so it was mid-June, when I realized I just needed something to get me out of bed in the morning. Um, Add in another layer, my husband um, was deployed this entire time from the moment I found out I was pregnant through the miscarriage and he came home two weeks before our marathon. So I really just needed something to get me moving during the day and something else to put my energy into. And so I asked Catherine if she would be willing to train with me. And you said yes. And we had no idea that it would be so hot (laughs) (laughs) in Wilmington um, during that training season. Um, But that is really what got me going and focused on, on running and training. And there were, Days where our runs were all I did during the day. Um, The summer was a season of pretty dark depression for me, too. And this race just saved me. That's why I did it. And um, I know that you had your reasons, too, after um, embarking on your journey of motherhood this last year. Yeah. And
0: that's pretty much why I did it because I. Felt like I had this like huge identity shift when I had wills where I like lost my independence and lost like things that, and this is like dramatic, this is hyperbolic, but I felt like I lost everything that I loved and like Mm -hmm. was forced to just like focus on motherhood. And so when you asked me, I was like, this is my moment to like kind of get back to not like a back to my body moment for Mm -hmm. post-bod pregnancy, more like a back to myself, like do something that I used to do before him and really before the pandemic because I I hadn't ran a race since 2020 Mm -hmm. or 2019 but but like since 2020 hit Mm -hmm. so it was like more of a I want to do something that I used to love yeah and Mm -hmm. kind of prove to myself that I can still take time for me um and that's what it's definitely a lot of time um we trained we followed a training plan and Mm -hmm. We if you know us at all, like we don't half ask anything. So we were very diligent with our training. Yep. <laughs> which sometimes meant that like on a Saturday morning we would be out on the
1: streets <laughs> from
0: like 8 a.m. to like
1: noon. Yeah. Yeah, half our day. We would just wake up and know our Saturday was gone. Mm-hmm. Um but I think that there's also a part of us I feel that like, there was no other option. Like, we weren't going to quit. Yeah. Um. And we knew there was so much more at stake, I think, than just running a race. Because we both run marathons before. We both run marathons a lot faster than yeah. we ran this marathon. And I think that there was just something, like, deeper seated inside of us that just knew like this is the sacrifice we're making for ourselves right now.
0: Yeah. Um. And it's healing. I mean, it's, I've, I talk about this a lot, but like how movement is medicine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, not just the physical aspect of it, but when you're training and you're training with somebody, there's that accountability aspect. Like, so that brings in community
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you're not only running and like moving your body, but you're also Like, when you're out on the streets for four hours, you have to talk. Yeah. Like, there's nothing else you can do but talk. Mm. So, it's kind of like therapy with a friend (laughs) for a Saturday morning. And, like, so many secrets were shared out on those streets in Wilmington. And so much venting. So many... Some tears. Definitely Um, tears. Lots of tears. (laughs) A few, like, moments where, like, we... I mean, I'm just thinking about specifically that training run down at um, Wrightsville where we, like, had to stop because mm-hmm. you were, like, having such a-, a tough day. Having a panic attack straight on a our panic run. Attack, yeah, panic attack, yeah. And, like, just sitting on the beach. And, like, it was more of, I feel like this race for me, like, taught me, like, acceptance of mm-hmm. the season that you're in because when I used to run races, it was, like, very competitive. Mm-hmm. And I was almost, like, so in my head that I couldn't, like, actually enjoy it or yeah. learn from it um and even on race day like I was thinking about like how race day this past weekend we did the race without putting pressure on ourselves and we finished in our goal still because yeah. there was no pressure
1: yeah
0: um and it wasn't like we're trying to PR we're trying to like qualify for Boston it was just like we this is about this last five months mm-hmm. like this is about the training season
1: yeah and I think that was the most beautiful Thing. and I don't know if you remember this moment, but I do it, we were in the last three miles and I was really struggling mentally like if I hadn't had you, I would have stopped and I would have I would have walked and I was crying. <laughs> I was trying not to cry because mm-hmm. I needed to breathe and you looked at me and you said, this is what we've been training for yeah. Like this like all those moments from the last five months came together like, on race day Mm -hmm. and that was like tearing up thinking about you saying that because it's not about the race like people think like oh you're just training to get to run 26.2 miles and that's not that wasn't the point yeah the point was we of all the things that we processed the last five months was coming to a head on that day
0: yeah and there's like I do remember that moment, and I remember like really meaning it because there's probably plenty of people who sign up for a race and don't train, which is like annoying for us, but mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> um, and don't do that; you, and will, hurt you will hurt yourself. One, you will hurt. <laughs> one, it's like not wise physically, but two, like then when you're in the race, you don't have that like that drive, that drive to look back on and be like, okay, I've done this before that really hard time where we had to stop on the beach when Sarah was having a panic attack and we were, you know, looking at the ocean. Like, that's what this was for. That This is what that was mm-hmm. for. You know, like you, it, it's like looking back at your testimony almost and being like, oh, I get why I went through that so that I could do this. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what training is for a marathon. It's like, we went through all of that, 95 degree weather runs. Mm-hmm. Lots of water, like finding water in like bathroom stalls, Drink like drinking out <laughs> of the hose. like tears, um, lots of God moments, lots of like aha moments, um, and lots of like angry moments for that, those last three miles. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, Yeah. If you're, if you're doing a race, I just want you to know it's not about the race. It's about the training. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's really with anything like, even if it's not a marathon that you're doing, I mean, life is actually a marathon. So like everything that you've done leading up to the moment that you're in right now should give you the perseverance and strength to overcome what you're going through right now. It is just leading you to this moment. Every moment leads to the next. So
1: How was the race for you? The race? Well, the race overall was a great course. We had great weather. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew when we started that it was going to be tough. Like, I could feel it in my bones. Really? Um, I don't think you tell me that. And I, like, didn't want to give power to that. But when we were, like, in mile, like, six, I was like, okay, like, this isn't... I don't feel like I did on our 20-mile run Mm. of training. Um... And I I've, I, think around mile 14 or 15, I knew, like, this is all going to be mental. Like, physically, like, we can run this. Yeah. I know this. But mentally, I think I had used the race to process but also keep some emotions at bay that the marathon for me marked, like, this end of a chapter. Yeah. Um, and that was all hitting me at once. Um, but I kept thinking about like finishing Mm -hmm. and we knew we were going to hold hands when we crossed the finish line. And I kept picturing that moment and having that, um, that sense of accomplishment, no one can really take that away from you or you can't replace that type of feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, and, yeah, it was, it was tough, but thankfully I had you. No, seriously,
0: I've never run a race, like, the full race with someone the whole time. Me either. Knowing that, like, you're not splitting up. Nope. If they stop, you stop. Mm-hmm. If they're hurt, you're done. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, a really cool yeah. feeling to be like, I will cross this finish line with someone um and like if you haven't seen the pictures like we were holding hands and it was so cute yeah we were
1: adorable um well and that's what I thought about too was for all of you listening like Catherine was such a huge rock for me in this season literally coming over to like stay the night with me and sit with me in my house and hold my hand and I just wanted to I couldn't let you down and my brain on that race day was like I need to like be strong because Catherine was strong for me Mm. and that was really cool too to sort of feel like I could repay that in some fashion um yeah, I mean,
0: you. Ha- it is It is like a picture of, I mean, I've felt the same way. I don't want to, like, let Sarah down because physically, see, mine was the opposite. I physically felt probably the worst I've ever felt in a race. <laughs> and I, it was almost like that moment of, like, <coughs> oh, like, I'm not in my 20s anymore. Yeah. Like, my body's just different. Yeah. i have ran a race in, like, three years or however long. And so I was, like, physically feeling my hips, my knees, my arm went numb. Like, I was like, oh, no. But mentally I felt strong and I kept like, um, thinking about how it was, it's, it was usually the reverse Mm -hmm. for me and how much I would so much more prefer to feel physically weak, but mentally strong. Mm -hmm. And that was like a, like in life too. Like I'm even thinking about seasons of life where like I was physically strong, but mentally like suffering. Mm -hmm. Like when when I was, you know, in my eating disorder and nobody knew. Like, I looked skinny and strong, Mm -hmm. but I was in the worst season of my life mentally. So, I kept thinking, like, okay, if you're mentally strong, that's all that matters. And, like, that's, like, life, too. I don't know. Um, So, anyways, race was really good. It was really funny. There was a lot of, like, moments of... Uh, LOLing because (laughs) from the beginning, from the very beginning, like we literally showed up on Friday for packet pickup. It was in Emerald Isle, so we drove, and our sweet husbands came with us. (laughs) Yeah, and they had like signs and poppers. They were so cute, and we like show up to this um for packet pickup. And usually at packet pickup, it's like an expo. Like there's like party. There's a party. There's booths. There's People selling goose, selling shoes, selling apparel. There's music. It's, like, lit. There's, like... Getting hype. (laughs) There's samples of, like, little, like, snacks and things. We walk into this expo, y'all, and it was in this old-ass rec center. And in the rec center was a circular table (laughs) with Gildan sweatshirts, about five of them. And then a long table where you checked in, and then on the other end of that was... A candy bowl. Like, quite literally, that's all that was there. No music playing. There was probably, like, eight people in there total. We took a photo. I posted it on my Instagram if you want to see. You have to scroll to the end. But, like, I'm standing in the middle of this gym, and, like, no one is there. And Sarah and I left, and we were like, are we the only ones running this race?
1: <laughs> like, are we going to win? Well, Catherine, you walked in, and you were like, it's giving parks and Rec." <laughs> But you were being like funny, like yeah. oh, like haha. And then we walked into the gym, and it was like, no, we we are in Parks and Rec Yeah, episode. we were in
0: Pawnee, Indiana. That's what it <laughs> felt like. Like, and it was just a bunch of Leslie Nopes in there were volunteering for the race. Um, so we were like a little confused on Friday night. Like, did we just sign up for a race that nobody is going to be at? <laughs> are we gonna win? <laughs> are we gonna win? We kept saying that we're gonna win. Um, then there ended up being a good like number. Of yeah, people. there was probably like. 500, or what did we say? Well,
1: there 200. 258, ran the marathon, but the half, I think, was like the same amount. Yeah, so there's probably 500 total. Um, So it was good, but
0: <laughs> that was so funny. But then it was really nice because the rest of the weekend we had your family friend's house to stay mm-hmm. at, and we literally did nothing.
1: Yeah, we like, just like drank mimosas. We drank
0: mimosas, played cards, took a nap, and that was really, really good. Um, Anyways, I don't know where I was going with all that, but just to say that it was a good like ending of a culmination of events. Yes. Culmination? Yeah, that's a word. What's
1: cumulate? Cumulative?
0: C- cum- cumulative is culmination different?
1: <laughs> we are bing-bongs. After the race, Michael looked up, like, what happens to your body after you run a marathon. And one of the things, supposedly, is that you get smarter, and Catherine and I are actually dumber. No, yeah, like, <laughs> nothing,
0: nothing brain-wise. I can't even talk. My brain doesn't work. Um, yeah, that was the lie. Um, but anyways, I, we just wanted to...
1: We hope you're still listening. We hope you're still listening. <laughs> Honestly.
0: Are you there? Hello? We just wanted to share though that like there is a lot of purpose in the process for mm-hmm. things, whether you're running a race or not. Um, whatever like training you're going through right now in life, like this season is for a purpose. And once you get to that moment where you can look back and be like, this is what this was, this is what that was for, um, then you're going to see. Like, a hindsight is twenty twenty of why you had to go through all the crap you went through. And you might be in the crap right now, and that's totally okay. Like, mm-hmm. sit in the crap and know that, like, the finish line is coming. Sit in the crap. I think that's, that's going to be name <laughs> the name of the episode. Sit in the crap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Take a seat in your crap. The day before the marathon, my mom sent me a reel of a uh, very famous marathon runner uh, distance runner I think he runs other races and he uh said that he smiles when he's in pain that's Mm -hmm. his thing and I I will remember his name in a moment um but he like won the Olympics yeah he's like if you saw if you see him you will know who he is and he says that for him pain means success so when he's in pain he Physical, mental, emotional pain, he knows that success is on the other side. And that if you start to feel pain and you pull back, you'll never know success. And I think that was a real moment for us the day before the race to think on when we were running and in pain physically and mentally that there if we stopped, we wouldn't know, we wouldn't know the joy of success. Um,
0: and I think that's like,
1: really, what, which brings it back to sit in the crap.
0: <laughs> like I said, I know it's a beautiful way of saying sit in your crap, but then I think that there's a lot of, there are a lot of people who just like give up before they get mm-hmm. to the purpose. Yes. And then they don't get to experience the joy on the other side. So don't give up, sit in your crap and don't give up people. Yep. Yep. Um,
1: but yeah that's it <laughs> thank you for coming to our TED talk. thank you
0: for coming to our TED talk we love y'all and um, if you are ever in need of a training plan let us know because <laughs> we have one yeah but also I just hope that you um, know that there is purpose in your process and if you're sitting in the crap get comfy <laughs> All right, bye. I love you. Bye. Bye. Whoa.